Hey there, family members! You have McGann the Fangirl, and I'm here to open up our Zootopia theory today! This was another recording I did right after I had a baby, so my brain might be a little cuckoo and my pauses might be a little extra long, but hopefully it's survivable. And don't forget, if there is anything that you hear that doesn't make sense to you, you can find the original video with all the visuals included at youtube.com slash thefangirlwatches. Or find me on Instagram and say hello at say hello goodbye. Well, let's get to Zootopia! Hey everybody, it's McGann the Disney fangirl. Um, yeah, I took a few months off because I was having a baby, but I'm back right now. But today I wanted to talk about Zootopia, which I just recently got to see on Blu-ray. And what I found really interesting about the movie was not so much the movie itself, but how much they have changed the movie from where the deleted scenes show that it was or was going. Basically, I didn't watch every bit of the bonus features, but I saw the deleted scenes and I saw the deleted characters, and I noticed that there was a a recurring theme going on where the predators were all wearing shock colors, but it seemed like they were wearing these kind of Hulkbuster colors that if they got above a certain point of upset or angry, they got shocked and, you know, snapped back into kind of a reality sort of thing. And uh, they show this in a couple of the deleted scenes, especially the one with the um, baby polar bear that was getting his collar put on in this kind of ceremony, and he got too excited, and he wasn't even being mean, he was just really excited. And the color went off and shocked him, and it was just this really kind of hurtful scene. It just it, it hurt you to watch it and see that little baby get hurt. And also in the deleted characters, they had these, I think they were hamsters that were real jerks, and they had this little sports car, and they kept running over Nick's tail so that he would freak out and get shocked over it. And we also see this alternate scene where Nick and the little baby fox, the little finnick fox that, that's not really a baby but looks like a baby, he puts on his elephant suit and instead of Nick saying that, oh, he just really adores elephants, he says something along the lines of, oh, well, my son is trans species, so, you know, like, who are you to tell him he can't be an elephant? And it just made the popsicle scene read a lot differently because it came off almost in a mocking tone of, of what would be transgender issues, but... It just seemed a little too over-the-top and ridiculous, so I can see why they would change the trans species thing. That's a can of worms that Disney is probably not ready to open. But what I found really interesting about how the story changed is that you don't really know who is who when the shock colors are in involved in the situation. Predators are 10% of the population. Depending on which way you want to look at it, you could see that as the non-traditional LGBT kind of community population comparatively. Or you could see that as the population that very openly and adamantly speaks out against things like the LGBT community. And I do have to say that Zootopia does a really decent job of not pinpointing, oh, well, like, hey, the rabbits are black people and the chinchillas are Mexican people and, and this and that. Like, they don't fit these really perfect paralleled stereotypes for our world, the human world. But there's definitely something going on there and something being said without being said because if predators are 10% of the population, and they are not evolved enough that they don't need a shock color, that they actually need to be constantly told that, no, hey, you can't eat these guys, that's bad, shock, 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 shock. I mean, it really seems like it is paralleling the outspoken part of the population in America that gets badgered and berated for having what is commonly referred to as the ignorant, aka unevolved, opinion when they speak out against something. 
and you know the the predators in Zootopia have to be physically harmed to behave so that they fit into society and the negatively outspoken people are often labeled as bullies which would directly create a predator prey relationship with the people they're talking out against so that doesn't sound like it's the LGBT community or movement or any other race to me when you compare predators in that context to being you know who would they be and again, Zootopia does do a good job of not directly saying, you know, these people are this or these people are that, but it's like, you've got to kind of wonder what were they going for when the Predators were originally supposed to have shock colors on. You know, I can see a point to changing the whole story away from shock colors because if Predators aren't willingly refraining from eating prey, then why are they being forced to integrate into society at all? Where Zootopia creates this message of everybody gets along, everybody's included and all that, Having the shock collar kind of creates the opposite message of instead of the animals all living in harmony, they have to go through bodily harm to unnaturally live together, and they're making the predators suffer for the benefit of making this kind of fake world city that seems real, but it's not really fair and it's really biased towards the way that the majority think, act, or believe. So if you have Zootopia on Blu-ray, I would highly recommend checking out the deleted scenes, seeing what you think about it, how that changes the whole tone of the movie. Again, I didn't really find a lot that said specifically, this is what we were going for and this is why we were doing it. I just found some kind of just hint, not really hints, but blatantly there were shock colors and then there weren't. But if you have your own thoughts or opinion on that and how it changes the tone of the film, please feel free to leave it in the comments. Thank you for watching today. Bye! So, what did you guys think? Yeah, I'm having trouble editing these older videos because I feel so cringy just listening to myself from 2016. Hopefully, though, listening to me in the before and after bits lets you know that this does get better. Please hang on. Stay with me. I am crazy, but in the best of ways. And I think I pick up on the performing to a microphone a lot as the months go on. These first few weeks of podcasts are the really, really early vlogs that I did on YouTube. So, again, I didn't have a good microphone. Microphone. I didn't have a good presence. I didn't have any scripting. It's just kind of a mess for a while, but it's still fun-ish, right? I don't know. I don't get any feedback. So if you want to give me some feedback, please look me up at youtube.com slash thefangirlwatches or on Instagram at say halo goodbye. And I would welcome your constructive criticisms. Well, thank you all for watching and we'll see you next time, family members.